takes it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Friday or weekend edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving, that you got to spend it with friends and family and did it safely. Uh, Hard to believe we are already closing in on the end of November, beginning of December, Hanukkah, Christmas right around the corner. Uh, Time really does fly, even right now while the Islanders are not having fun. Uh... But hopefully this team will find a way to get back on track, and part of that is going to be getting a lot of people healthy again. Today's episode is brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups. Winner take all. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com/hockey and use the promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. Also want to thank everybody for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And that does, by the way, include YouTube. So if you want to watch this episode instead of just listening to it, check us out. Search for Locked On Islanders on YouTube. And you'll get to see all of our episodes up there Monday through Friday. And all the back episodes uh, going back at least a couple of months up there on YouTube. So if you missed one, check it out. If you've got something Islanders related on your mind, you have a question, a comment, a topic you'd like us to talk about, Feel free to email the show. The email address is LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And... Uh, I am also live tweeting during almost every Islanders home and road game. So, look, we got a lot to get to on today's show, but the first thing I I wanted to mention, and and this is, uh, again, you know, something to remind people of. A lot of people complaining, yeah, you know, the Islanders shouldn't be playing right now. And, And as I mentioned on the show Thursday, and yes, I did do a Thanksgiving episode, but as I mentioned on the show Thursday, they probably shouldn't be playing, but I'm not surprised that they are. And no question, this team is pressing. So many guys are trying to do too much. And the one thing that happens when you are playing with a roster that is made up of roughly half AHL players or players who started the season down in the minors uh Guys try to do too much, and they're pressing. And I don't understand, you know, I, I do understand why that happens, but 
you know, some of the regulars really need to step up. Guys like Zach Parise, 16 games, he's yet to put the puck in the back of the net. Casey Zizekas has played in 15 games. He doesn't have any goals. Matt Martin, no goals in 14 games. J.G. Pajot, one goal in 15 games. Kyle Palmieri, one goal in 16 games. When you've got regular players who, you know, look, you don't expect Casey Zizekas to have eight goals in 15 games, but none. Matt Martin, maybe he should have one or two, but none. Kyle Palmieri started as a top six forward. He's got to have more than one goal. J.G. Pajot, a regular 20-goal scorer in this league, got to have more than one goal in 15 games. And then these guys are all slumping, and obviously with all the regulars out of the lineup, that is understandable. But look, Anthony Bevilier, no goals in his last eight games. Oliver Wallstrom, one goal in his last... uh, Eight, no goals in his last eight games. Oliver Wallstrom, not scoring in his last eight. And, and Matthew Barzal, one goal in his last ten. Barzi, in particular, definitely trying to do too much. Pushing, skating around, trying to create plays where they aren't. And I understand it, but they've got to stop it. When things break down the way they have for the Islanders so far... What you really need to do is get back to basics, and this team isn't doing it. And here's another thing that I question. The Islanders, before the game against the Rangers, called up Anatoly Golishev, and yet Golishev was a healthy scratch. I don't know if there was a reason for that fact, but to me, when your team has seven goals total now, or in its last seven games, or going into the game against the Rangers on Wednesday, six goals in its last six games. Putting a guy like Golishev in the lineup, a guy who can put the puck in the net, who is a proven professional, albeit in the KHL rather than in the NHL. But look, Golishev may not be adjusted fully to the North American smaller ranks and the style of play here, but if you're looking for offense and Lord knows this team needs offense right now. Putting Anatoly Golishev in the lineup rather than, you know, some of the other guys, Otto Koivula, Andy Andreoff, not that there's anything wrong with those guys, but if given the choice, if you're trying to create offense, even, <laughs> even though it was Andreoff who scored the only goal for the Islanders and Koivula had an assist, you know, Golishev gives you more offensively. And if you have the regulars playing with a guy like Golishev, who they know can put the puck in the net, who can create offensive choices uh, chances, that means they'll probably press just a little bit less. Defensively, again, five AHL caliber players and Scott Mayfield out there on the ice. And, you know, most of the guys who played, they didn't play badly. Yeah, Thomas Hickey had a couple of mistakes. No question about that. Ledoux had a couple of mistakes that, you know, came back to bite him. Robin Sallow struggled more against the Rangers than he did in the first two games. But you expect some of these things. 
But the problem is, when you're not scoring and you don't have the ability to recover from these mistakes, they really come back and bite you in the rear end. And the Islanders played in the first period solid hockey. I wouldn't say great hockey, but solid hockey. And here's what Barry Trotz said. The young guys are doing a really good job. There's going to be some mistakes. Can you hang with the big boys? Uh, that's what we're finding out. And, you know, this is, this is almost like taking someone who has, you know, had a few swim lessons and dumping them in, in the ocean and saying, let me see if you can swim. Uh, or, or putting them in, in, in a race with some, you know, experienced quality swimmers and saying, okay, can you win the race? It isn't easy. But at the same time, you may find a player or two out of these guys who may be able to contribute. And to me, Golishev is one of the players who probably can make more of a contribution based on his experience and his skill. I think Scott Mayfield uh, put it well. Here's what he had to say after the loss to the Rangers on Wednesday. The biggest thing is just to keep it simple and not try to do too much. You just have to dig deep. You can only control certain things, work ethic, attitude, stuff like that. And that's what we have to focus on. Very well said by Scotty Mayfield. And hopefully this team will get to do it. And, you know, the upsetting thing about the seven game losing streak, all the games have been lost by three goals or more. None of them even close. No overtime losses. No uh, shootout losses. The, these games, you know, a, a couple of them, there were some empty net goals at the end, but overall, the Islanders have not been all that close, and the special teams continue to haunt them. We've got a lot more to discuss on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We will preview tonight's game at home against Pittsburgh, Sunday's game at Madison Square Garden against the Rangers, that plus our Islanders' birthday of the day, and a lot more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. This episode is brought to you by Stat Hero. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better. But traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in a head-to-head -head fantasy matchup. Winner take all. And here's the crazy part. Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play and you handpick the team that you want to face one-on-one. -on -one. This never-before-seen innovation of fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are over four times better. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. With Stat Hero, you are in control of the stakes. You decide how much you're going to play for, and Stat Hero has no choice but to take it because they're daring you to beat them. Stat Hero head-to-head -head is what daily fantasy should be one on one. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash hockey and use the promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash hockey. Use promo code hockey for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash hockey. Promo code hockey. Terms and conditions apply. So two games coming up 
for the Islanders this weekend, one tonight at the UBS Arena against the Pittsburgh Penguins, and then Sunday at Madison Square Garden against the Rangers. And look, here, here is the situation. Pittsburgh has been dealing with injuries all season. They are middle of the pack, 13th in the 32-team league in goals scored, but now they have more healthy players back in the lineup, so that num- those numbers should be improving. And then they are 10th in the league in goals against. They're getting surprisingly good goaltending. And yeah, by the way, Pittsburgh, they've won four in a row, including back-to-back shutout wins in Montreal and in Toronto, and then wins over Winnipeg on the road and against Vancouver at home. And in those four games that they've won, they've given up a grand total of just two, count them, two goals. Sidney Crosby, not off to a great start. He's played seven games, one goal, one assist, two points, minus three. But Jake Gunsel and Evan Rodriguez have been the big scorers so far. Gunsel leads the team with eight goals and 16 points. Rodriguez has seven goals and 14 points. And as always, Islander fans very familiar with Chris Letang. He leads the team with 10 assists. And, you know, the, the one thing that is different, perhaps, this year, as far as the Penguins are concerned, they are playing much better defense and they're getting very strong goaltending from Tristan Jarry, who is 9-4-3, two shutouts, but listen to these numbers. A 2.03 goals against average and a 9.33 save percentage. We'll look at the line combinations for the Pens uh, as of the last game. Top line, Crosby with Gunsel and Brian Rust on either side of him. Jeff Carter is the second line center. Jason Zucker and uh, Kasperi Kapanen are on his wings. Teddy Bluger, the third line pivot with Zach Aston Reese and Brock McGinn flanking him. And Evan Rodriguez, the fourth line center with Danton Heinen and Dominic Simon on his wings. Brian DeMoulin and Chris Letang are the top defensive pairing for the Pens, followed by John Marino and Marcus Pedersen as the second pair, and Michael Matheson and Chad Rudweedle as the third. And then, of course, the two goaltenders, uh, Tristan Jarry and Casey DeSmith. Still no Geno Malkin. He is out and remains on the IR. Uh, One thing to look at, though, and this doesn't Uh, bode well. The Penguins on special teams, their power play 30th in the league uh, with a 12.1% success rate, but their penalty kill number one in the league. They kill off 89.8% of opposing teams' power plays. And with the Islanders struggling on the power play, that means it will not be easy for this Islanders team to get their power play going against the Penguins. Islanders do need to get some pressure, and I wouldn't be shocked, quite honestly, would not be shocked if the Penguins, who have a game at home Saturday against Montreal, the way the Islanders are playing, it wouldn't shock me if Casey DeSmith gets the start against the Islanders in this game on Friday night, tonight. So we'll have to keep an eye on that situation. But if I were coaching uh, the Penguins, I wouldn't mind making that move. Then Sunday, 
The, Ra uh, the Rangers will be hosting the Islanders. Islanders heading on the short road trip to Madison Square Garden. And look, the Rangers, unfortunately, red hot right now, moving up in the standings. And right now, third in the division. And they're only two points behind the Capitals for second place with a game in hand on the Caps. And look, the Rangers are facing the Boston Bruins tonight uh, before they meet the Islanders on Sunday. So they will have another game, but uh, they've won three out of their last four. And we'll see whether or not the Rangers can continue their winning ways. The big player for the Rangers offensively, and we saw it Wednesday night, Chris Kreider, 15 goals in 19 games. And then Artemi Panarin and Adam Fox tied for the team lead with 19 points. Both of them have four goals and 15 assists. But Kreider just been killing it right now. And the Islanders are going to have to find a way to slow him down, especially in front of the Islanders' net. Uh, you, you look at the line combinations right now. For the New York Rangers, and I'll tell you, the Islanders have to find a way. They just, it isn't going to be easy. But you know what? When we saw the game on Wednesday for the whole first period, the Islanders were able to stay with the, the Rangers, and they were able to keep it to a 0-0 tie after one period. And only when they started taking bad penalties did the game get out of hand and, and the Rangers' power play kind of cashed in. Top line for the Rangers, Zabinijad, centering Kreider and Capo Caco. Ryan Strom, the ex-Islander, is the second line pivot with Artemi Panarin and Dryden Hunt on either side of him. Uh, Philip Cheadle is the third line center. Alex Lafreniere and Julian Gauthier are his wingers. And then Barkley Goudreau, Kevin Rooney, and Ryan Reeves giving that physical element to the Rangers game on the fourth line. Ryan Lindgren and Adam Fox are the top pairing on defense. Keandre Miller and Jacob Truba make up the second pair. And Niels Lundqvist and Patrick Nemeth uh, are the third pair. And of course, the goaltending duo, you either have Igor Shosturkin or Alexander Georgiev. Georgiev has played against the uh, Rangers well historically. Sammy Blaze still on the IR right now for the Rangers Special teams, which really hurt the Islanders in their first meeting with the Rangers on Wednesday. Uh, the power play for the Rangers now 12th in the league. The penalty kill 20th. The problem, realistically, is that the Islanders' power play, if you could even still call it a power play, has been absolutely dreadful. And it just, you know, they need to, again, get back to basics and find a way, because right now, they are not getting the job done on the power play. They are last in the league on the power play, and in the middle on the PK, currently 16th. So, we'll be back, uh, obviously, on Monday. We'll have key takeaways from both of these games, and I'll be live-tweeting during them both. We've got more to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We've got our Islanders' birthday of the day, and a whole lot more. So more to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast.
This episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. It's Thanksgiving. We all know what that means. Football. And nothing goes better with football than turkey and betting. Bet Online has you covered all holiday season, more props, odds, and lines than ever before. And Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this Thanksgiving. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with the promo code Locked On. And again, for listening to the Locked On Islanders podcast, betonline.ag will give you free money, a 50% welcome bonus uh, just for listening to this podcast and using that promo code Locked On. And look, it's not just football. Bet Online has pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, we're stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And uh, we're going to go to a goalie who was only with the Islanders for a couple of years. But he really was a great addition to this team. I'm talking about Chris Osgood and Ozzy's 49th birthday is today the Peace River Alberta native, originally drafted by the Red Wings in the third round of the 1991 entry draft, made his debut, NHL debut, with the Wings in 93-94, joined the Islanders in the 2001-2002 season and stayed with the team until the trade deadline of the 2002-2003 season. The Islanders made the playoffs in large part because of Osgood in his full year there, and then he kept them competitive in the second year. We're going to go back and look at one of Chris Osgood's better games with the Islanders. April 23rd, 2002, Eastern Conference quarterfinal playoff game at the Coliseum. The Maple Leafs entered this game up 2 to nothing in the standings, and this game ended up getting way out of hand. Obviously, Chris Osgood, the goaltender for the Islanders, Curtis Joseph getting the start for the Maple Leafs in what would turn out to be one heck of a game, and it was the Leafs getting on the board first. Now, remember, Islanders came into this game down 2-0 in the series. It was a must game, and then Alexander Mogilny puts the Leafs on the board at 7.32 of the first period, his first in the playoffs from Tomas Caberle and Darcy Tucker, Islanders trailing one to nothing. But the Islanders get back into the game on the power play. Wade Belock, a double minor, one for holding, one for unsportsmanlike conduct. Mark Parrish cashes in on the man advantage. His first, Roman Hammerlick and Alexi Yashin with the help at 14.34, 1-1. After one, in the second period, the Islanders continue to cash in on power play opportunities uh, with Robert Reichel in the box for obstruction tripping. Brad Isbister gets a power play goal, his first in the playoffs from Adrian Acoin and Marius Strakowski at 6.01. That put the Islanders ahead for the first time, 2-1. to one. Then Michael Pekka, his first from Jason Blake at 13.33, makes it 3-1 to one Islanders. And then the power play gets busy again with Gary Valk in the box for hooking. Parrish, his second of the game, also on the power play. Kenny Janssen and Adrian Acoin with the helpers at 19-19. 4-1 Isles after 40 minutes in the third. 
The power play gets to work yet again. Darcy Tucker off for closing his hand on the puck. Sean Bates, his first of the playoffs from Darren Van Imp and Alexi Yashin makes it 5-1 Islanders. And then Dave Scatcherd closes out the scoring just 14 seconds later. His first from Brad Isbister. Islanders get back into the series with a 6-1 win. And uh, that was huge. It kept the Islanders in the game and in the series and really gave them some momentum back. 34 saves and 35 shots for Chris Osgood. Meanwhile, Curtis Joseph pulled late in the game. Corey Schwab actually finished up for the Islanders. So again, uh, Chris Osgood, uh, our Islanders' birthday of the day. After the Islanders, he went to the Blues, then back to the Red Wings, won some Stanley Cups in Detroit, retired after the 2010-2011 season. A career goals against average of 2.49 and a 9.05 save percentage in 744 career NHL games, and he won 401 games in his career. So happy birthday and many, many happy more to Chris Osgood. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. Don't forget, we will be back on Monday with key takeaways from both of this weekend's games and a look ahead. Uh, hopefully, some of the injured and and COVID uh, reserve Islanders will start to come back. Hopefully, uh, Josh Bailey would be the first one who should be eligible, and maybe he'll be back uh, for one of these two games, and we'll keep you up to date on Twitter with regard to that. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets. It's your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from handicapping expert Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. That does it for us today. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.